Hello, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. We're going to be spoiling a few things, so we wanted to give you just a little bit of a heads up. Uh, we're going to be talking about The Killing Joke in great detail. It's a comic from 1988, written by Alan Moore. If you haven't read it, it's been 30 years. But we wanted to give you that heads up anyway. We're also going to spoil the end of Superman vs. Batman, which, frankly, if you haven't seen, you might as well not. Uh, so we just want to give you a heads up on a couple of spoilers. Also, this is going to be the first of a couple episodes about the DC Universe that we'll have a conversation on. Not necessarily next week, but we will be talking about it soon. So, hope you enjoy our first broad stroke dive into the DC Universe. Ten years. Three boys. One question. Are we Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, the name and thrust of which is Are We Friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And today, we are beginning our long saga of talking about specific interests that we have. <laughs> Brian is going to be talking to us today about something which he finds incredibly important to the foundation of his person and his general personality, which is... Brian. DC Comics. Take it away, Brian. <laughs> Let's talk about I was, DC Comics. Y you know what was funny? At first, when you said that, I was like, no, it's totally not a foundation to my... Like, he's just being hyperbolic. It's fine. And then I kind of... The more I thought about it, the more that contrarian voice just fell in me. Because uh -huh. I'm like, man, I really do like Batman. And I like all these other heroes. And I like all this stuff. And even if he's really annoying, I like Superman. Like, there's too much. It was too much where I went, "Oh, I have a lot of these things. I think I have Batman playing cards." Yeah, it's that damn. level of like. Well, then I'm gonna have insanity. to apologize in advance, Brian, for all the awful things I'm gonna say today. Oh, you're I. This is the fun of this thing. I'm a huge fan of this, um, and by all accounts, um, Jorge, I would not call a huge fan. I would call him a huge something of this, but fan would definitely not be it. The only one that I'm interested in um, that I don't know is Taylor. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know Taylor's real opinion on this. We, we, we began to talk about DC Comics last week. Like, that's what we were going to do this week. And I, I went through thinking, like, ah, shit. You know, I've never really been a comic book reader. And, like, I, we live in the age of Marvel. They own us um, and our ticket money. They really do. Uh and then I started to like kind of research and like, oh wait, shit, no, Batman the Animated Series was something that I watched like, every every goddamn week. Oh my god, wait, Super Friends? That was something I watched all the time as a younger child. Batman Beyond, I literally searched out and watched as a twenty year old. Like I have been a fan <laughs> of DC, but of their animated universe. And okay. in looking at this, several other comics that I didn't expect to be DC are um, things like iZombie is technically a DC comic, so we can oh, totally talk about that. Hell yeah, dude. It oh, is owned. It was published by Vertigo and then loosely adapted on the CW. <laughs> Therefore, yes, it's loosely a, adapted. It's a fucking DC comic, and I can talk about it. To, to do a little history on that real quick, um, certain things that are technically DC aren't technically DC, as in they <laughs> were born... Well, the Vertigo and Image comics are very were used to be labels on their own and then they got swallowed up by the big two so yeah. things from vertigo like swamp thing like p things that i love in there that are dc now weren't technically born from them but i don't care they're under that dc label um isn't which is that, fine isn't swamp thing how alan moore 
like the the writer of Watchmen. Isn't that how he got his start doing fucking Swamp Thing? Uh, he did a really prominent run on Swamp Thing. I'm not sure if it was where he got his start. Hmm. But he also worships a uh, snake god cult now, so credibility kind of falls out the window. Yeah, there. there's this interview with him um, where the, inter- <laughs> the interviewer is like, you know, tell us something about us that perhaps your readers don't know. And he goes, oh, I believe that words have a magic to them. And it, there's a brief pause. We think, oh, that's really nice. And then he continues. What a lovely like, thing for no, a writer to say. <laughs> words literally have a metaphysical presence which alter the reality behind <laughs> us. And just seeing like the eyes widen on that interview, we're like, what the like, oh, oh god well that's interesting tell us more about that please and he does um one thing i will say about uh dc comics that i appreciate is they employ two they have employed two of the craziest writers ever known to comics being frank miller and mr alan moore what is so crazy about um, frank miller like i haven't heard any of that so frank miller is an interesting case he's also a big reason why He's basically the reason why Batman got serious in the late '80s, early '90s. Um, like when we put him in called when we put him in black and took him out of his nice blue James Wood tights. Pretty much, actually. Um, Not James it, Wood. <laughs> Alan West. Jesus. James Wood. Adam West. Oh my god, Dude, James Woods and Batman I I was would just be missing something. I didn't want to embarrass myself. There. <laughs> Adam West. Adam West. Um, Batman. He um he did a really he he did a run called The Dark Knight Returns, which is basically like a really limited series, almost a one shot, like almost a Elseworlds, not like dealing with canon of it. Um, that's a very dark, serious, violent, you know, um, brooding Batman who's older and all that sort huh. of stuff. Um, so he came a on lot of later. Those classics came out one after the other, right? There's there's that and like year one. And around then, yeah. When the Killing Joke also, came Frank out. Miller did Year One as well. He did a beginning and end for Batman, basically, and they were two of the hottest runs, most successful things DC has seen. Um, however, he's also responsible for, and this is what I was going to bring up. Um, by the way, I, I'm not going to have this just be a Batman discussion because, although he is objectively their best character and their most successful character to reach across everywhere, oh, yeah. like uh-huh. I don't know anybody who goes, "Oh fuck, Batman, I hate him." Um, I. I have some issues. Let's, uh, we'll get to those in a second. Um, I do want to say this, though. Um, Frank Miller, on another run, did a run called All-Star Batman and Robin, which was essentially a continuation of The Dark Knight Returns. But okay. instead of just being a dark, brooding, older Batman, he was literally a crazy murder hobo. Like, he would run around calling himself the goddamn Batman. He kidnaps Robin in that and just <laughs> goes, you're going to be my sidekick now. And he goes... Uh, okay, at one point they fight Green Lantern. And Green Lantern is afraid, like, his weakness is fear, that sort of element. And uh-huh. in the Blame. comics, in, oh the, the, in the Green Lantern comic, in the Green Lantern comics, fear is represented by the color yellow. That's what the yellow lanterns have. That's so all that uh, sort of Sinestro shit. has, right? Okay, yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, Batman hears about this, and he hears that fact. So when he meets up with Green Lantern in this comic book, he and Robin go into a factory, like a warehouse, and paint the entire thing yellow, paint themselves yellow, and give him oh lemonade and various yellow objects to try and weaken him. 
this is the level of stupidity and insanity that Frank Miller goes to. So he is, while responsible for some of the best Batman work ever, he is sure. also responsible for the worst stuff. Yeah, I like that. I like that particular misunderstanding. What is Green Lantern's weakness? Fear, represented by yellow. Yellow, you say? Well, Frank, that's not quite what I say. Yellow it is. Paint it yellow. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Jorge, you were mentioning... Th- Basically, what's your issue with DC? <laughs> we'll put it in. We'll put it in the broadest terms so you can go anywhere with the question, and I don't have to feel like, oh god, I have to make it so specific for him. No, okay, I, yeah. I mean, I don't need to go specific. I think just... <laughs> I can. I can throw broad <laughs> shade at this thing. <laughs> yeah, I, for me, I just don't find a lot of the the characters or plot lines that they have all that compelling. Um, Batman usually being an exception. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did Usually. actually. I just read the Killing Joke today. Yeah, I read oh, it good. Okay. Uh, last in, in night. Preparation. Yeah, what did, did I, you think? Did I recommend that, or did I that just was, say the Long Halloween? I think it was one uh, of a few that you mentioned. Well, okay, okay, good. Yeah, the Killing Joke was just easier because it's a one shot. That's Alan Moore too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I actually know a little bit of what, what we're talking about now. <laughs> what did What did you think, Taylor? Um, not gonna lie, wasn't a fan. I uh, wasn't a fan at all. I thought what, uh, honestly, like? I'm I'm right there with you. Well, I'm, not that I wasn't a fan at all, but it it's a weird one. Um what did you explain the the issues you guys had because um, well, I guess I have my own issues. But, let me um, um yeah. If I can start with just describing the plot of what happens. Cuz I think a that's idea. a fair I mean, place yeah. to start. You could um, you could do that. <laughs> it's brief. Let's start off with it's like 45 pages, give take. Oh, and it is pretty succinct. In those 45 pages, we start with Batman's coming in, and he's just kind of like marching as if he has full access to the Arkham Asylum, like, I don't know, a politician or a, an actual law enforcement person. I don't know if that's the conceit well, of Gotham. He's with law enforcement. Is he? I, okay. It he's really depends Gordon. on the run. It okay. honestly depends on the run. Sometimes right. he works really a lot with them. Sometimes he is a complete vigilante. So our crotch... Um, in this, he is... Yeah. Our crotch bestrapid hero... Um, hey. walks into I, <laughs> shallow dig you're right um so anyway he walks into the arkham he walks into the arkham asylum and he meets the joker who's playing solitaire with a deck seemingly comprised of almost entirely jokers because you know makes sense it's a thing it's a bit and he goes why be wa- subtle I, I i'm worried i'm worried that one of us will have to kill the other and i don't know what to do See, that's talk, to gonna, talk to me gonna, talk to me talk to me joker pause you right there I'm going to pause you right there because <laughs> while that is hilarious and I do agree that sometimes that's what I hear depending on the run most of the time. And you'll agree with this, Taylor. And I don't know, Jorge, if you actually watched it. When I read the comics, all I hear is Mr. Kevin Conroy, a.k.a. the animated series Batman. Oh, AKA yeah. The only real Batman voice. OK. Oh, and I just wanted to clarify. Oh, in the same way that the Joker is in Mark Hamill's voice for me. Oh, only it's the only. Uh, one. Yeah, the that, only that one. one would absolutely ring through for me. Yes. Yes. Good. But okay, good. so we continue on Batman talking. I don't know one of us is after kill the other, and the <laughs> Joker doesn't respond. Way to not way to not articulate that. By the way, oh, he yeah. said, "I I am afraid one of us is going to have to kill the other." Oh, just, just so becomes, everybody who's actually paying attention can hear. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I read it how Taylor said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, as much as I agree that the animated Batman. Like, is definitely, if I really think about it and meditate, like, what do I want Bruce Wayne slash Batman to sound like? It is the animated series, but the first one yeah. is just Christian Bale with a head cold. Yeah, of and course. that's, that's just. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. And so Christian Bale furiously asking questions. Where are the other drugs going? Where's Rachel? Where's the Joker? Where's Rachel? Oh my God! Yeah, honest to God, <laughs> very inquisitive. It's like a fucking no. The whole I'm not gonna lie. As much as I love the Dark Knight, going back into it, the the just the dialogue of Batman reads like those t- the muzzy tapes. Like we're gonna learn about our questions. Where? 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 Who? 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 Harvey? 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 Like it's just one after the other. <laughs> And quick repetition. Where is Rachel? Where are the darks going? Where do I have to go? I'm like, oh, cool. Now we know how Batman-ese works. Where is where? And we can continue with our grammar lesson. It, it, anyway. It just, so, so continuing on the killing joke. So what we find yeah. out is that the Joker has a plant. That the, that the person that uh, Batman is guttering at is not actually the Joker, but he has escaped again. Mm-hmm. Boo-doo! So we cut, and this is when shit starts to get real dark. Um, yeah. So immediately, Batman goes to the home of Commissioner Gordon, and him and his adult daughter, okay, Barbara. Okay, whoa, whoa, hold, hold on. <laughs> I thought you were going to give a short synopsis, not go through say, panel by panel. You, you're okay. literally going panel by panel. All right, all right. Um, then I'll, 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 kick it, I'll kick it into gear a little bit. Um, yeah, so the Joker <laughs> shoots and cripples Barbara. He captures Commissioner Gordon, attempts Iconic to put, uh, yeah, attempts to uh, turn him insane by showing him graphic images of his nude, now paralyzed, bleeding daughter. Batman comes, mm-hmm. and we have an ambiguous ending about whether or not Batman kills the Joker. And in between that, we get mm-hmm. a Joker origin story. Yes, mm-hmm. one of um, many. Well, yes, one of many. One of many. Yeah. Um, so that's that's basically uh, killing joke. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, the one of the things about that when you say one of many, you are correct. Um, however at the time and it's sort of a context thing so i do i do get the the souring on it or at least not being as whatever that was basically the definitive origin story right like the one in the killing the joke? whole thing yes the one in the killing joke is considered is basically considered the most honest representation of what happened to make him the joker like he tells stories all the time of different things mm-hmm. um but generally that's considered like the one that people believe sort of thing right. um yeah. I find the killing joke weird. I find it really impactful in its what it did, the characters it changed, crippling Barbara, that sort of thing. Um, but I, I do agree with you guys that it is a bit... Or I don't really know what you don't like about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, ahead, at the, take it away, at, Jorge. At its core, some of what what's happening is, is really cool. Like, the... Mm-hmm. I mean, the... Uh, the Joker not just being completely sadistic and having a moment where he wants to talk to Batman and the ambiguity of whether Batman's killing him and everything. But uh, it just feels like a lot of those moments aren't earned, you know? Yeah, Unlike I agree. We, already ha- we have around the same time as when The Watchmen came out, which they had similar moments that were very much earned mm-hmm. over, like, a great deal of narrative, you know? Yeah. Um, I-, I agree, and I think it's tough to say because, com- well, comics as an art form or a literary form themselves are also kind of tricky mm-hmm. where what you, you, what you're saying is correct in those 45 pages, they don't necessarily earn that moment. However, it's been 50 plus years of them going back and forth. That's so terrible. like in the context of things it's earned, but I get what you like. If you're just reading it, you're like, Oh, all right. Damn. Okay, that helps a little bit because I did expect it to be more of a self-contained narrative. Like it's this one-off, yeah. the killing joke. I wanted, you know, beginning uh, exhibition, rising action, Full. climax, falling, exactly. denouement. Like I wanted the whole bit. 
And I feel like mm-hmm. I got suggestions and it's not that, to it. Yeah. Um, one of the problems that I had um, was, so we, we set up this little bit where Batman and the Joker are reflections mm-hmm. of each other, psychological reflections. You know, they arbitrarily choose good and evil, but the, at least the theory of the Joker is that like, we're both equally insane, Batman. Aren't, mm-hmm. We're bound to do this people. forever. That's All right, Heath. I, I'm not going to lie, I was trying to go for Hamill, and I totally failed, and it did end up in Heath territory. Yeah, you kind of just, you know. Well, also the line The line is, is very... literally Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's <laughs> something they're trying to set up, though, right? And so we get this whole, you know, sanity is sitting on a razor's edge, and I can break anybody, and then he doesn't. Uh, and then yeah. what, what, and then at the end, like, it makes sense, like, oh, shit, okay, so he's trying to show, like, not only is sanity something that sits at the razor's edge, and one standard deviation away from the average adjusted person is the Joker and Batman. Like that's how close, that's how close they are. Well, shut up. Like that's how close they are. And so I, like I get what they're trying to set up, but at the end, like I had to, Oh wait, is that what we're trying to do? Like at the very end, like, Oh wait, we're reflections of each other. I don't understand. Like I, well, I, I think it's funny that the Joker always acts like he's insane and he does so by very clearly and consciously explaining that he is going i'm so insane i'm I so promise, crazy. i promise yes. proposition one even though that i, I am insane things. proposition <laughs> two yeah like, it is it is very you're right that's always a great hypocrisy of the joker and i love that it's really represented in the dark knight um with the whole oh i'm all chaotic i just do things i'm like you clearly don't because you sewed a cell phone into a man's stomach <laughs> like there that's some level of preparation right yeah there, like okay? if i believe that you really are the 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 dog chasing cars like did you just happen to sew a mm-hmm. cell phone into someone's chest and it happened to be <laughs> useful like what cool the idea. fuck yeah yeah well it's, it's like, like contingency plans he read one 1950s pamphlet on insanity like he he brings gordon through the fun house and it's just like you're gonna go mad because there's these little people i have and they have weird faces and oh yeah honestly, the, the fucking bdsm babies I don't know if that's just a sign of the times, but I saw that and I'm like, eh. I'm like, oh, wow, that's so, okay, it's just small, it's just dwarves. Yeah, so let me. It's just two dwarves and some circus people, like, It's not even dwarves, right? They explain at one point, so uh, the the Commissioner Gordon is stripped naked, right? And he has like a, a, Mm -hmm. a, a, an animal controls collar, the collar leash uh, pole thing around his Mm -hmm. neck. And he's forced to see, you know, these graphic images of his own daughter paralyzed, bleeding naked. Uh, but the people who do this are three human-sized, BD- in full BDSM, like, crossed leather, <laughs> crotchy, banana hammock things with with literal babies' faces. Like, it doesn't look like mm-hmm. a mask. It looks like they've been turned into these fucking, I don't know, like, Cupid's kinky other cousin who kind of does meth on the side. Like, it's like that guy who... So you mean most regular Cupid? <laughs> like, you mean <laughs> no, no, arrows? But not, like... like, sexy, but yet also cherubic Cupid. I'm talking about, like, oh, hey, what's like... up, Cupid? It's been a while. Like, hey, are you fucking... Are you high right now? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You couldn't have just come sober to this one fucking thing, cousin Cupid? Um, but, yeah, see, and that, that also, yeah, this one little track through Willy Wonka's mystery horror show mm-hmm. is supposed to turn commissioner gordon mad like well, might give him ptsd but i'm pretty sure you know it's not gonna fucking yeah, change his fundamental Willy Wonka's boat ride is literally scarier than that is. yeah it? oh 100 percent. i do think it is I, I i agree um i really think it might be a sign of the times thing and i also That's think fair. it's completely fair it, it, like that that does it, it's one of those things where it's kind of a cop-out defense but i have to bring it up because context is key like the joker yeah. recently 
did stuff that was absolutely horrifying. He made tapestries out of actual living people. Like he sewed people together and then made murals on them with other people to like just just as appetizers for Batman. Like not even the main event sort of thing. The main mm. event was um, teasing, cutting everybody's face off in his family and serving them to them for food. Like yes. that, you know, could be probably sure. more psychologically damaging than, oh God, this roller coaster with admittedly horrible images. But then it's like, all right, you're done. Which in no crazy. panel so, does Commissioner Gordon actually look at. If you go panel by panel, his face is in his hands <laughs> looking down. So unless there's some sort of recording behind it, it's just lights. Maybe that's what. As the Joker is saying out loud in a microphone, ah, behold, your sanity is fading away. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible. You're, you're never going to be the Joker, by the way. You're never going to get picked up for that role. Jared no. Leto, I do not like his Joker already, but oh my god, I would take that over Taylor Jarrell. To take us to take us in a weird swing, a Joker I actually really do like, or it's not even the Joker, but a suggested Joker is that actor mm-hmm. in Gotham. Um, that oh, what the hell? Oh, the guy who from? basically plays the Joker, but they can't legally do it. I know, like they just don't let him be the goddamn Joker. It's it's yeah, he's he. By the way, all those ones are really good. That has this nice, almost like kooky Lawrence <laughs> Olivier way of like I am the Joker. But parentheses, the jokester or whatever, because I don't want to put TMCR on the back of it. I am Jerome. uh, I really like his performance a lot. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I I don't think they're going to do anything with him, but that'd be fine. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to take us away. I I could stay on this topic for a while, but I want to switch over to Superman. That's that's an easier target for me. It really is a layup. So Jorge, I think that you and I feel similarly about Superman. Am I am I right in assuming it's more or less a meh sort of feeling? Oh, I feel pretty negatively. About I was going to say I'd argue Jorge goes uh, incredibly lower. I appreciate the meh though. I, okay. <laughs> no, no, I give Superman a meh, but I really want to hear because I want to hear well, that's, your that's opinion. That's because you love Smallville. Oh, I, oh, oh my God, God I love Smallville. <laughs> oh, I don't, like, it, it's recently been ruined for me because that girl, um, well, she's, oh, woman. that woman yeah. who was, uh, who played, like, the friend slash uh, sometimes love interest of Clark Kent uh-huh. was recently, like, a sex murder cult. That was she dark. Was in a sex cult. Where she was trafficking girls to a yeah. oh sex God. cult guy. In yeah, real was, life. She's in going to life. jail forever. <laughs> she's going to jail for a while, yeah. Yeah, like she, she, she got the sort, shit got dark sort, in real life. Sort of leaves a sour note on a light little superhero show on the CW. Yeah, I don't know how yeah, you missed how that one, be, buddy. How are you doing that and then just like hanging out on the set of Smallville and then just going, well, "Hey, let me," because I watched you know, Smallville hang out with Lois and Clark and see what's up. <laughs> I watched. Well, she apparently she didn't start the sex murder cult or join the sex murder cult until after the run of Smallville. So we're good. Right, okay, good. good. Okay, okay, okay. We know the fate Hold of on. extras is at least during the run of the show well preserved. I I just realized their names are Lewis and Clark. My God, Lois and Clark. But yes, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point being, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's ba- dude. By the way, um, because uh, I'm gonna hop on the shit on DC train for a second, even though I love them. But movie wise, they can go suck a lemon. Um, yes. Speaking of the great movie Batman v Superman, I say that with heavy air quotes. Um, that same revelation you just had was basically what the writers did. They went, "Hey, uh. isn't it weird? Uh, Batman and Superman have their moms have the same name. That's so weird." 
And then whoever was in charge, I don't know if it was Zach or who it was at that point, went, oh, I've got it. I know how they're going to become <laughs> friends Do now. Do they have the same mom? The, their name's Martha. Both of their names' mom is Martha. Oh, wait. They and become that, friends because their moms but, have the same okay, name? You haven't seen the movie, right? No. No. It's not worth your time. Um, no, none of them are. Literally, Batman and Superman are fighting each other, doing another thing. Batman is using kryptonite grenades to shoot like powders to weaken him so he can actually beat him up. Um, and he's got a kryptonite spear because why wouldn't you? Um, That's in character. And he's he's beating. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so in character. Um, he's beating up Superman because he's all weakened and stuff. And then he gets the kryptonite spear and he's literally standing over him like full Conan the Barbarian levels of like raw, just pure is, savagery. Is his suit all ripped up and he's. He's got so he's got the bat armor, which actually, which is really uh, cool. It's it's the design from Dark Knight Returns, and it actually was really cool in that. Huh, they should have used the design from Batman and Robin. I mean, they a hundred percent should have. <laughs> with he would have gotten out with his ice skates, it would have been awesome. <laughs> oh um, god, <laughs> bad fucking movie. Um, that's a whole that's movie. a whole podcast in and of itself. Um, but he's standing over him, and he's like, and Superman is like, you have to save Martha. Doesn't say that Lex Luthor has his mom captured, which he could have said like at the beginning of the fight. And oh God! Batman so would have we, been like, "Oh, okay." Do we have a moment where Batman thinks that he's talking about his own he, mother, and so he, has this, this is emotional? This is literally connection? what happens. This oh. is literally what happens. He does that. and He goes, "You have to save Martha," and <laughs> and Bruce pauses, and he's like, "Why did you say that name?" And then he starts. He's screaming. He's like, "Why did you say that name?" And Lois, who was around. Um, runs in and she's like, that's his mommy's name. I think she says mother, <laughs> but it's essentially what she says. Um, she goes, what that's his mother's name. Fuck? And then he just, he go, he stops and then he drops the thing and he backs up and that how that's how the fight ends. When in real life, basically the fight would have gone, you have to save Martha. Huh. Who, who, why, why'd you say that name? That's his mother's name. Oh, that's a weird coincidence. Ugh, and just murders him. Like, that's yeah. what would have happened. I, I imagine, but, like, the Batman character, you have to save Martha. I don't think you're in a position to make demands. And like, stabs just, him. <laughs> that's, that's, and, sorry, what and voice Steve. did you do for Superman? Uh, that was, I know, that was, like, Henry Cavill's real accent. I know, really. It was, you have to save Martha. You have to save Martha. Or I guess he's from Kansas. Um, so, like, you gotta save Martha. <laughs> You're not hey, in a position now, to take demands. <laughs> I've actually never met someone from Kansas. I'm sorry, people but, of Kansas. You're a monster. Um, like, they listen to this show anyway. Um, they do. The thing with Superman, so Jorge, what's the main criticism? Because I've main... heard a lot of them. Like, what's the main bullet point of why you don't like Superman? Uh, you know, Because typical... there's a million reasons. I yeah, understand. I mean, he's, like, too powerful. He doesn't have as much conflict. All, all the general yeah. stuff. Mainly, what I want to talk about, though was Lex Luthor. Oh, hell yeah. We can 100% talk about Lex Luthor. He's considered one of the best villains of all time. Really? And I can't waiting, stop thinking about butt. him as Kevin Spacey. Ooh. Oh. Wait, did Kevin Spacey ever play Lex Luthor? Super, yeah. Superman Returns. That really oh, un, not well-received movie. That random one that happened like in the middle of the 2000 aughts? And yeah, just literally like 2005, was? 2006. They just showed up. They were like, Never we're doing another Superman movie. Um, It was... Eh. Yeah. Honestly, it was probably better than Man of Steel. Like, <laughs> whoa. Okay, no, hold the phone. Because that's Man of Steel is one of the reasons I give Superman a meh. So, oh, I 
only give him a map or I give positives because of the comics and the animated series. Those are the only reasons I give him positives. No, because those I, are just I so really, good and everything else is bad. I really like <laughs> Henry Cavill and I'm not going to lie. A lot of Me it too. comes from just because he has the look. Like if I were to imagine yeah. the perfect sculpted face and body for what he I imagine like Superman like, to be, it is Henry Cavill. And I'm not going to lie. Exactly. I was crushed a little bit when I heard him speak in his own accent for the first time. Like, wait, you aren't the purest American? You aren't my literal version of what a human form of the state of Kansas looks like? So you're saying that Superman is only elevated to a meh for you because he's hot. Well, no, it's just I really like the casting choice. Yeah, because he's just a big piece of meat. It's okay. I mean, he's a And Cavill, I will say, Cavill, he is a... He's hunk of the week most of the time. Like, um... Holy shit, he looks like the David. He really could, like, I think he has the most potential. I think he is hampered by bad scripts and bad directors not understanding the way you do Superman. And the way you do Superman is you have moral questions for him, like Jorge was talking about. He is really overpowered. He's perfect, like, he's made in the 30s. He was purposely overpowered. He was meant to be an escape and meant to be what a hero is for all these people. Um, but nowadays you have to actually make a character instead of a caricature, which Superman undoubtedly is. That's a nice and, distinction. I like that a lot, that he's a caricature, yeah. not a character. I haven't thought about it that way. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt. That's, no, you're totally, there's a lot of, trust me, there's a lot of uh, Marvel and DC characters who are caricatures pretending to be characters. Um, one thing, uh, and this is the, one of the other recommendations I brought up to you. It's a little bit, it was a bigger read, but I would still recommend it. Um, is Superman Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. And the basic yeah, plot line, yeah, the basic plot line is um, Superman's dealing with the Joker, um, and he stops him from doing this thing. But there are new, there's a couple new heroes who show up. One guy named Magog. Um, I don't know if that's the pronunciation or if it's whatever, but it's M A G O G, and he's kind of, he's basically more of, he's a dick. He's not like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's a hero, but he's not like whatever. Um, and Superman's like, all right, time to go back to jail, Joker. Like, we'll see you in Arkham sort of thing. And Magog is like, no. And he's like, what do you mean no? And he's like, what do you think's going to happen? Joker's going to get out again. He's going to kill more people. What the fuck are we doing? And Superman's like, we're doing the right thing. That's sort of the point. And Magog goes, no, I'm doing the right thing. And he murders the Joker. Oh, shit. Like, actually, and, cannon murders yes. Joker? And it's another it's another tale. It's another not one shot, but it's like a story that happens. Um, I'm going to ask you about this later, about yeah. how canonicity works between DC and Marvel. But we're going to get into that later because I want to hear well, the rest of this. Absolutely. Um, so he kills the Joker and Superman is like, holy shit. Like he is shook. He is totally like shaken. He's like, oh, my God. And he's more shaken by the fact that not everyone in the community is outraged by it. Hmm. There's people going I mean, got what he deserved, like that sort of thing. Um, so Superman's like, oh, I'm out then. I'm done. I'm not being a, this, if this is what a hero is, I'm done. He goes, he goes back to Kansas. He just leaves. Um, what does so he do in Kansas? To, he's a farmer. He just works on his parents' farm. Hmm. He's a freeloading millennial. He's <laughs> on his parents' <laughs> farm and lives off his stuff. I feel like um, that's more of a greatest generation thing. Like, oh, I still live is. with mom and Paul, and we work on the farms. It definitely is. Um, also, which is very fitting for him. Not how people um, from Kansas sound. Sorry, Kansas. But but you know how cut to however many decades later, um, 
things have started going to hell to the point where it's not really superheroes and supervillains anymore. It's just super beings fighting and killing each other. And like Batman is super old at this point and he's made like he's got just a mech machine with his own army in Gotham just holding it down through feet. He's just like, I have to keep this under control because Metropolis is a mess and mm-hmm. all this stuff is a mess. So I have to like hold it down my way. Wonder Woman is becoming super more and more militant because she's been kicked out of her island because it's like you were supposed to bring peace to the humans and you totally didn't. They're all more warmongery than ever. Jesus. So she's like, oh, I'm absolutely going to ruin all these other superpowered people. And Superman coming back, it's his struggle of it's the struggle of basically like our metahuman lives more important than regular human lives is order more important than the free like justice and freedom. And what do those even mean? And it involves actually okay. a lot of other heroes. Shazam has a really good story arc in that. I'm um, going to pause you right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shazam. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I forgot I have to introduce people to you guys. Yeah. Fuck Superman. Let's talk Shazam. Shazam is, is Shazam awesome. the Shaq movie from the 90s? That is Kazam. <sighs> I always make that mistake. Oh, excuse me. It's fair because of the sh and the Kazam Shazam mix up. It's completely fair. Okay. Um, but that is Kazam. Shazam is actually, this is another, not fun fact, but it's an interesting tidbit. Um, his original name is Captain Marvel. Excuse but he me? was ma- he Wait. was made in 1942 or so. And Captain Marvel, the first one that they made in Marvel, was made later. And Marvel tried to sue DC about it, and DC won the lawsuit. <laughs> now, L-O-L. interestingly enough, just to avoid the confusion, DC changed it to Shazam. Because Shazam was the word that Shazam uses to get his powers. <laughs> basically, basically, the whole Shazam's gimmick is that he is a child who has the powers of a god. So when he says Shazam, he turns from 11-year-old Billy Batson into Shazam, who's basically like magic Superman. So wait, this is the first time that the kid from that one episode of Twilight Zone ends up all right? He doesn't you know, send people to the cornfield? He just kind of crosses his arms and does the bob that, yeah. and like... Now I'm going to go save the people. He goes, he goes, Shazam, a lightning bolt comes down. He becomes like a 28-year-old hunk and goes around and fights crime. God, Basically what a what well-equipped kid to just be encountering puberty. He constantly yeah. is in the body of a man as a boy and oh, is ready there's, to go. <laughs> there's, there's literally a point. Oh, please don't tell me there's they lit- did that as a plot. Jesus. Not, not like, no, not that, not that. <laughs> but there's one, there's one thing where you see his, because the whole thing is that he's 11. He's like a kid. And he's in this big body, so there's those moments of like, oh, what the fuck? You don't understand what's happening. Um, and at one point, <laughs> I think like Supergirl shows up, and he just says dibs on Supergirl. L O L. And she goes, wait, what? <laughs> but like, he's just like a kid. Um, yeah. So how does he? How do you think he says Shazam? Is it like Shazam, or is it like he has said it multiple ways? Um, my favorite is in they're doing so they're doing a Shazam movie. That's uh-huh. one of the next ones that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the first time the kid gets the powers, you see that in the the trailer. And so the guy is like, "Say the word," and he's like, "Shazam," and it like he says it like a question, but it works. And he's like, "Oh shit, this is awesome." Um, normally he says it like trying to be a cool guy. He's like Shazam, and then he okay. becomes actually cool. Um, so this got us off the thread a little bit. 
it doesn't matter because Shazam is a great plot point to get onto. Um, so if we're off yeah, the thread, I really explained most of Kingdom Come anyway. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. If we're off Kingdom Come and we're off Shazam, can I? I I'm dying to ask because this is something I've always like. It's been. Uh, a difficult thing for me to get into comics as an older mm-hmm. person because as, as a child i was a voracious reader of mangas and um uh, graphic novels so like don't get me wrong panels together with action and words are things that i've read but it's <laughs> like i don't know what is happening in dc and by that i like i don't know what's canon i don't when you said like killing joke yeah, was, you know it's a one-off oh. it doesn't really work in the like well what is the damn main story yeah. of batman then or whatever um... How does canonicity work? I I would think about it like the Bible, Taylor. Okay, the the only the only inconsistency in the good book that I can think of is like Judas commits suicide two different ways. Only inconsistency? Oh no! Narrative inconsistency where one character is said to do two different things. Uh, We're gonna have to shelf that one. We're gonna that's that's a whole other. I'm just I'm just saying that's the only one that comes to mind. Sure, if you show me that Lot's wife not only turns into a pillar of salt but also into a pile of paprika, like I'll reconsider Mm -hmm. my views or whatever. But like as there, far as I know, narratively, I say that's right the only where time we that would not go back and forth for the next hour. <laughs> okay, okay. I, um, I'm just saying, just for example, yes. In the same way that Judas commits suicide two different ways two by different disemboweling ways. himself and hanging himself, what the, what the hell is going on with canonicity co- co- in continuity? Comic book wise, both both companies are super guilty of this. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's really just recency bias. Like whatever's going on now is usually the most canon and whatever they reference is the most canon. Um, comic companies will normally do reboots or refreshes or reset buttons, whatever you want to call it. Um, Are those hard reboots, hard refreshes. Not usually, always, not always, not always. Sometimes they wreck, they show they, they acknowledge what happened beforehand and that there was a reset. And then other times like flashpoint, um, which was a flash storyline, um, that completely reset the timeline at a certain point. So like everything pre like 1985, for example, that's not the benchmark, but like, it would be like, basically we're starting back in 1985 and everything before that worked was Canon. And now we're going sort of thing. Um, okay. They have some reboots like that. Um, one of the recent reboots was interesting because, Oh, so the killing joke actually is Canon um, in okay. the sense that, him crippling Barbara Gordon mm-hmm. crippled Barbara Gordon. Like she stopped being Batgirl oh. and she became she became Oracle. She actually became a really cool disabled hero. Well, that's in, cool. Go DC. Yeah, like she was doing like Overwatch for everybody. Like she was doing all that sort of shit. It's so like Morgan she, Freeman at the end of Dark Knight, where he's got you know the world. Yes. Oh, sweet. It, yes, okay. actually, a lot like that. Um, and she had a really cool. What what I liked about it was she was disabled, but they were like. Yeah, you and Dick Grayson still love each other, so you're gonna still do your romance thing. Like, we're not just gonna stop because you're crippled, and you'd be like, oh, "I'm sad now." That's I'm awesome. All right, cool. Um, also, Dick Grayson is the best. Um, but Dick Grayson is one of the four Robins. Okay, yeah. So there are four Robins. There's Dick Grayson, which is always great to hear Alfred say, "Master Dick." Um, there. Are you? <laughs> stop it! Stop it! There's no way that we have in print an old British man who only speaks in Michael Caine's voice monster dick you can you can i was Sorry. watching clips from the animated series and you can a hundred percent hear him say master dick could you could you do that michael kane voice again <laughs> yeah, i usually have to warm myself up to it I, uh, by the way this is a secret you... episode of mocking taylor's impression 
Don't get me wrong. Like, I have very few talents, and definitely not one of them is impressions. Um, but like, I do believe you spent an entire night perfecting your Michael Caine voice. Yeah, we're also shit house when we get it. So forgive me. So I got to start with my name's Michael Caine. So, Master Dick. Master Dick. You're only supposed to blow the bloody dolls off. <laughs> I was going to say, by the way, um, anybody who wants to see actually two very funny and good Michael Caine impressions, um, go see the clip from The Trip about Michael oh, Caine impressions. Oh, yeah. What is it? Rob it Dugan and... Um, Steve, Coog- Steve, Coog- Steve Coogan and... Um, I don't Robert know Duggan. Robert Duggan. Robert, yeah, there you go. Um, oh, yeah. They're amazing. They just go back and forth wonderful. together with increasingly better uh, Michael Caine impressions. I, it's I wish, absolutely perfect. I wish I had I love that it. capacity. Brian, um, going back yes, to go ahead. one of the things you asked me to look into was a swamp thing. Yes. Um, one <laughs> as I a did more learn edgy character, that like an a, alternative, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's a classic 1980s movie directed by Wes Craven. Oh. Ooh. Yes. Hello. Yeah. That totally exists. Yes. Um, I was I was trying to watch it today. Not super easy to find. I was gonna say it's not exactly a well, you know. <laughs> not exactly well published out there for all the world to see um but yes um i find swamp thing really interesting just as a alt sort of character who's so, kind of on the fringes of stuff well yeah i want to know what you find interesting because to me it seems kind of like a combination of captain planet and trek D- what so am i off add- base there no 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 there, there's more nuance to it because i would actually say remove the captain planet stuff or just add a lot of murder. Add murder as the third ingredient to Captain Planet plus Shrek, and you basically have Swamp Thing. Because he is like, I serve the green, which is all plant life, um, and I will protect it at all fucking costs, including murdering everybody. Um, there have been times where Batman has gone to him and gone, hey, um, Swamp Thing, I need to make sure you're on our side. And he's like, I'm on the side of the planet so if you're on the side of the planet we're good and he's like okay because we might do stuff that might piss off you know that might hurt some plants so or like hurt you know the world or something like that so could you not kill everybody and he's like i make no promises um okay i'm gonna stop you right here brian because i didn't read any swamp thing of course not i this is what i'm this is what i'm hearing al gore comes to shrek and says something like hey look Halliburton is stirring up trouble or something or like Dow chemical is, you know, spilling shit again. And I really need you to take them a message. And swamp thing says, I'm nobody's messenger boy. I'm a delivery boy. And he brings like, I don't know, a plant made bomb or something and blows up Halliburton. End of comic. Like that. This is what I'm hearing. This is what my imagination. So now I didn't read any swamp thing, but as far as I understood from the Wikipedia summary Mm -hmm. of swamp thing, that's, that's pretty much how it goes. Yeah, the specifics are a bit wrong, but uh, like generally, yes, you're 100% correct. Um, wow. And that's why I love him, because it's just all, it's nonsense. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know, that's the one thing I enjoy about him. Um, the other person who I recently rediscovered and who I am ashamed for not re-remembering um, was The Question. So you guys have read Watchmen, right? Or have seen Watchmen the movie, right? He's like yeah, the Rorschach, read but you, you read he's a faceless detective type, right? That's the question. Yes. That's, Rorschach is based off of the question. The question okay. was the original hero, and they used that to base Rorschach off of. Um, so think of like a more calculating Rorschach. 
um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who was, you'll like this, Jorge, um, who was played in Justice League Unlimited by one Jeffrey Combs, oh, a.k.a. Shit. Herbert West, M.D., yes. Um, oh. Yeah, he is a total crackpot conspiracy theorist who happens to be correct. Um, he'll be, like, he always brings up conversations about, like, oh, the government fucking... Um, getting into all these things and screwing all this stuff up. And then all the heroes are like, you're a maniac. Get out of here. You paranoid, crazy person. And then they'll get on a hunch for it and they'll see that he's totally right. And he'll just be like, he'll have, he'll like already be there when they're like getting into like the main secret room. He'll be like fiddling with the computer and they're like, Hey, what are you doing here? And he's like, I told you, I literally told you the whole plan at the beginning. What the fuck? And they're like, Oh, what, just took us some time to believe you. I'm sorry. And he's like, I fucking hate these people. <laughs> um, so why do you like the, the other question? One, I like the question because he's not a typical hero in that regard. He is shunned. But even in the hero community, which is all misfits and rejects and people like that, he is still the black sheep of that group. Like, Yeah, he's because almost... he's a 4chan user is what it sounds like. <laughs> The whole benefit of him, the whole beauty of him is that he is styled like a 40s noir detective. Okay. So anything of the, well, one, the conspiracies are all right that he brings up. So it's really, it's really just like high level sleuthing. Okay. I'll put it that way. Like that's sort of what he is. Um, he's labeled a crackpot conspiracy theorist. That's what they, I that's feel what, like. So like after... you're, ju- you're the Justice League right now and you go, uh-huh. that's a 4chan user. And he goes... No, I really I put in a lot of work to figure out this shit actually, and it, it's really happening. Um, I feel as though that's yeah. an unsustainable character. Uh, so it the is. first time, like, no, I'm telling you, jet fuel doesn't at, melt at steel a beams. Point, they have to believe it, and then yeah, they like prove whatever that Bush did 9/11. Like, like, oh shit! <laughs> you know what? Even <laughs> even like a limp dog finds a hair now and then, or whatever the phrase is. Yeah, uh, but like, and then the second the time, time oh, no, yeah, after the eighth time that he figures out a conspiracy and just. Okay, you know just, what? I really gotta just start believing you because I'm gonna save myself a lot of time. The, question the second he shows up, like, hey, uh, the question: QAnon, yay or nay? Nay? Okay, yeah, cool. We can pass. No. By. Okay, I just, bye. I, I'm not even gonna look into this now. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, QAnon, I, yeah. uh, or sorry, how, sorry, question: um, Deep question. State? Yeah. Okay, that's something I just kind of need. All right, cool. I'll I'll look into it. Like, just mm-hmm. believe him at this point. Like, yes. three <laughs> times after three times, you've got you've got a pattern. You'd basically be like, we're good. Um, the, the reason that that doesn't happen is because he doesn't show up a lot. People don't use him. Um, okay, well, it sounds yeah. like we need way more than one episode to get through all these topics. Like, we could have an individual oh, yeah. episode for Batman. Each character, Superman, Bat- like, yeah. Everybody. Well, I think, I, I think yeah, this introduces the opportunity to kind of get into some more of these characters. I think we should do exactly. it. Yeah, Superman or Batman, whatever. Because if you, if you guys go, ooh, I remember hearing about this guy, and I want to shit on him more, so I'll go look stuff up, and then we'll do a whole episode about them. Totally yeah, so works. Yeah. We can expect more follow-up episodes at some point. Oh, yeah. oh definitely. Brian, I'm not going to so. lie. Um, I came into this wanting to talk about cartoons, and we didn't, and I'm totally cool with that. I mean, this is your topic, obviously, but you have inspired <laughs> me to... Like, all right, no, I kind of want to get into the question. I kind of want to get into some of these different Superman stories. I do want to take a look at the question. Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's an official tagline, but my favorite thing to hear about him was, it was like the quotes, and it was like, how the hell did he get in here? How does he know all this stuff? Why is he still like doing all these things? And then the response was, 
That's the question. That's the question. And I'm like, that's amazing. Uh, I can I can see it. I can see them like sitting in a writer's room in a cubicle so or something with their, with their little easel. And he goes, well, that's the question. And he looks over excited. And the other guy, like either drunk or so <laughs> fucking zazzed on coffee or something. Like, oh, you got it. Oh, my God, John. Oh, my God, John. Do you know what this yes. is going to do? This is going to change the whole game. Change the whole game. Oh, my fucking God. Shakespeare. Seriously Shakespeare. scribbling. Yeah. As he's, you know, lettering for him or whatever. Oh, my. Yeah. But All yeah. right. So, on the topic of DC Comics, are we friends? I'm, I'm going to go in with no right now. We, there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot left we have to hash out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold myself in that comfortable meh. Uh, just because yeah. I'm very excited to look up some of this stuff because now I have some more direction. Um, I, in my ever-mounting optimism and arrogance, um, am going to say, since both of you are curious and want to actually learn something and aren't just going, this is all bullshit still, I'm going to go with a yes. So, fuck you uh, all. We'll go with a soft maybe. That'll, that, that averages out to a soft maybe. That does. That averages out to a meh. Which was my nickname in college, so. Um, <laughs> so- <laughs> hey, um, do you know our upstairs neighbor, Brian? I'm sorry, I really don't. Which one is he? There's a couple of guys who live up there. He's the, um... Soft, maybe? I know exactly oh. the one. I know exactly the one. <laughs> I feel um, as though... Um, I'm trying to think of what... In that same... Because I was over at your apartment a lot. I'm trying to think of what my description would have been. Uh, like, hey, did you meet Taylor the other night? Um, you're talking about the... <sighs> the real-life left swipe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, that was just... No. Again, it's easy jab. Just you left to hey, able to jab. stick it in there. Sorry. All right. So for next week, I believe oh, it's yeah, next my week. turn to go. Yeah. What are we're we talking act- about, Jorge? <laughs> By the way, audience, we're going to actually preview what's coming up instead of just surprising you every episode because yeah, we gonna... forgot the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do Godzilla for sure. Mm. Uh, yes. For homework, I'd like you to watch at least one or both of you at the time. Uh, Godzilla versus Monster Zero. Okay. And Godzilla vs. Smog Monster. Which okay. is the one, if I may weigh in, is definitely, of those two, the one that I definitely suggest, Smog Monster. It is yeah, a I would fabulous... start with Smog Monster if you only have time for one. Oh, yeah. Fabulous uh, round. And again, these will be um, somewhere below the video and on social media when we yeah, post yeah, we blast can this post out. Information. Oh, we've got uh, a, we've got a you mess you of... follow along too, audience, please. Oh, yeah. Ex- for extra credit, I would do uh, <laughs> Final Wars. Oh, okay. excellent choice. That... that... That, that's my three. I'm done. All okay. right. So, yeah. Um, so this is something that we're going to start doing pretty consistently is you know, not only are we going to hint at what the next episode is, but we are going to start assigning. Not assigning, but suggesting. Yeah, assigning. Like, no, assigning. Well, is absolutely. Yeah. It's assigned yeah. for each other. It's, <laughs> we'll yeah, be doing it. for us. <laughs> we'll be doing it. But if you guys want to kind of follow along with us, you know, there are three things that you might want to look into. So, Hori, so can, you give us the, can you give us those titles again? Yeah. Godzilla vs. Smog Monster. Godzilla vs monster zero and godzilla final wars okay fabulous perfect so take a look at those three as always you can find us on our instagram uh, and twitter both of which are underscore are we friends all one word please shout out if you guys happen to end up watching something give us a picture give us a tweet give us anything we'd love to hear from you you can find us at our website r-we-friends.com and we have a page there if you want to if you want us to talk about anything that you think we'd be into we'd love to hear your suggestions so again oh yeah cuz we're going to run out of ideas so oh yeah there's a finite definitely number definitely start churning those up 
Yeah, so find us either at our website, our Instagram, or our Twitter, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, so I guess the boys here, uh, thank you very much for listening. And um, so we are we are friends as of this, right? For now, maybe. It's a meh. It's a meh. All right. Well, more to discover and more to plumb. So depths will be reached in our fabulous <laughs> episode on Godzilla next week. Thank you all so much.